Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm gonna be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Today, we are talking all about me building my direct sales business and the things that I'm doing differently. We're not going to talk about me actually building my direct sales business because because we're not, but I am going to tell you the things that I'm doing differently. So it's so funny because I've heard people say, well, if I were to build a business like coaches, if I were to build a business, here's what I would do. If I were to go back into direct sales, here's what I would do. Well, screw that. I'm actually going back into direct sales and I'm actually building a direct sales business. So here we are. As you guys know, a month ago, I signed up and decided to go back, get back into the social selling, direct selling game because I really wanted to experience it again. And I feel like it's such an incredible industry. It's a great way to make affiliate income. Hello. Like, yeah, let's, let's make a little money here. And it just makes me a better coach because I'm diving in and I'm experiencing what you're experiencing. I promise I'm not going to recap this every time. But I am doing things differently this time around. The last time I started my first direct sales business in 2007, and I was in it for um, seven years, so until 2014, and now I'm back in it again. So the reason I stopped my direct sales initially, the reason why I left my first direct sales business is because Amanda and I were building the tag team, and the tag team was extremely it was huge. It was just booming and we couldn't keep up. It was huge. It was amazing. Uh, and we just didn't have the time to devote to our direct sales businesses. I actually quit mine. She actually quit hers first. And then I, and I was, I followed suit and it wasn't because we were over it or anything. It was just, we just, we didn't have the time with little kids at the time. And so I, I left and it was fine. It was great. But, you know, things have changed so much between 2014 and 2023 that it was time for me to dive back in. I needed to experience it firsthand because I can learn from you guys. I can talk to leaders. I can talk to company owners. I can talk to people high up in the direct sales industry, but it nothing changes the experience, right? Like nothing compares, I should say, to the experience. So I dove in, I decided to become a saint artist. I have been wearing their makeup for a very long time. And I was amazed by the company. I I just love the company. It's so current. It's so up to date. I love all the things. Plus I love makeup so much. Like I'm obsessed with makeup. So I dove in a month ago. And I kind of wanted to share today the things that I'm doing differently. Now, when I started my first direct sales business in 2007, y'all, I was, I was very successful very quickly. 
I didn't grow a team as quickly as I would have liked, but sales wise, I was very, very successful. And that's because I had a a million home parties on my schedule. I never had an issue scheduling home parties. That's how we ran our businesses back in 2007. (laughs) Home parties were the way to go. And, uh, it was just very, very different. And I, and I loved it, but I do remember just finding it exhausting. Take, I sold jewelry, like I said. And so, you know, packing up all my jewelry and loading it into the trunk and then driving to someone's house that I didn't really know. And then unloading all my jewelry and setting it up and then packing it up. And it was kind of a thing, right? Like it was kind of exhausting and it, it definitely got old really fast, which is why Amanda and I developed the 30 minute Facebook party. And that's what the tag team did is we taught you guys how to party on Facebook. That was before Facebook was really a big thing. It was all new back then. So that's what we were leaning into, which was great because I had little children. So not having to do home parties was wonderful. But Facebook parties, Facebook parties don't work quite the way they used to, do they? Right. So that's something I'm doing very differently now. I haven't done a I haven't done a party yet. So the focus is not on home parties. Although I could do it. I Saint Makeup is still a party playing company, which I love because that means people can grab a link. I can give people a party link and then they can share it with their friends and then they can get free makeup, right? Or I could do a makeup class if people wanted to learn more about makeup and then their friends could buy and they'd get free makeup. So I love that so much. But the emphasis is not on parties or classes, right? It's more on social selling and sharing, talking as you're putting on makeup and talking about the product. And I love that so much because it's so different. It's so different than how it used to be. And my life right now, I just don't have the time to do a ton of parties. I have a hard time even remembering to post in my Facebook group. (laughs) So I think that is a really cool change, I think, an update in in how people are running their businesses and how I'm building my direct sales business. I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a slow grow for me. I don't have the time to jump in head first, but that's okay because you guys and No Pressure Direct Seller and Direct Seller CEO, those are the programs that get most of my time. The Saint Makeup is kind of a side gig and I love it. It's perfect. And it's so fun to be learning as I go along, like being a student again. I love it. I don't know about you, but I love to learn and I love to be a student. So this is kind of, this kind of feels that way. The second thing that I'm doing differently this time around is research. I'm researching everything. I'm learning how to apply my makeup in all different ways. I'm learning about contouring. I'm learning about color science and how different colors on your skin can do different things. I mean, seriously, I'm a girl who suffers from rosacea, okay? And you can just put on this green makeup and it blends into your skin. You don't even see it and it totally takes that redness away. I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed. But I'm researching everything, right? So that I can be a better artist, a better saint artist, a better, I can help you with your makeup, right? And when I sold jewelry, I really didn't do a lot of research. Now, it wasn't as readily accessible as it is now, right? But it's so cool just being able to get on YouTube and watch videos and 
read about the makeup and oh, it's just fascinating. And and had I had more tools, I guess, when I was selling my jewelry, it might be a different story, but just the different styles. I mean, I still did look at the trends and I looked at the styles and and how you can wear jewelry different ways, but I feel like I'm way more into the research mode right now. Maybe it's because I have more to learn, but I think we need to become a student of our industry. We need to become a student of what we're selling because there are so many things to learn you know, for makeup, it's not just about applying it. It's about how you apply it. And it's about, I have mature skin. Hey girl, Hey, I'm in my forties. Okay. I don't like that, but I do. So I can't, my, the makeup isn't going to sit on my face the same way it sits on someone who's 25. There are different techniques that I need to use. So it's the same for you in your industry. Like, what do you teach people? If you're in, you know, you teach people to cook or you have cooking tools and things like that, then do your research. Why is it important to use the tools that you do? How does that help? What can you teach people about cooking, the actual process? What maybe you are into, like maybe you sell scents and fragrances. Okay. So tell me about that. What do the fragrances represent so many things? Why are we drawn to certain scents? What can they do? What, if you want to create like a warmth in your home, what kind of a scent do you need to be burning? Things like that. Okay. If you are into green cleaning or green or clean eating, sorry, not green cleaning. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess, but clean eating, whatever, do the research, be a teacher, become a teacher so that you can educate. I think people really want to learn more. I want to learn more. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think it is. We love to learn. So researching is definitely something else I'm doing differently. The third thing I'm doing differently, I always... When I sold jewelry, I was all about no pressure. It was different back then because somehow the whole industry seemed, well, really, the industry is still like that now. But I think the company I was with, there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure on us as reps, I felt like, to share the business, share the business, get people on your team, make more sales, which is true. Like, that's how you grow your business. But it felt heavier. It felt more pressury. I know that's not a word. And that's why I... I deviated a little bit from my no pressure approach in the beginning because I thought I was doing something wrong. I wasn't, spoiler alert, I wasn't. I ended up going back to my no pressure approach. I talk about all I, I talk about all of that in No Pressure Direct Seller, which is my program for direct sellers, teaching you how to build a successful and profitable business using no pressure approach. But now I think it's way easier to lead with that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm very no pressure. In fact, I just had an example of the no pressure approach at work. I had done a reel on my first month in direct sales. You can go check it out on Instagram. And I was just kind of sharing my thoughts and someone reached out. I reached out and said, take my money. (laughs) I really thought she was joking because she had a smiley face. I thought it was hilarious. I'm actually going to share the screenshot inside my no direct seller, no pressure direct seller community. But I thought, ha ha. In fact, I wrote, ha ha, you're so funny. And then I thought, okay, Rachel, you can be no pressure, but there's also, there's a difference between being no pressure and just not doing it. 
number one difference between successful direct sales leaders and frustrated ones? Conviction. And more often than not, it's less about what you're saying and more about the way you're doing it. That's why I created my free on-demand video training, how to go from struggling direct seller to money-making powerhouse without losing your sanity or self-respect to reveal the strategies you're being taught that don't work and what to do instead. In this video, I share how to gain loyal, raving, dying to buy repeat customers. I teach you how to rocket up the ranks and earn every trip without being pushy. And I teach you how to make serious sales like clockwork with an easy to follow foolproof rinse and repeat system. Just go to rachelaperry.com forward slash video to watch the video now. After my comment with ha ha laugh out loud or whatever, then I said, Oh, but listen, whenever you're ready, let me know. And I'll send over a link or something. I can't remember exactly what I said. And of course she was like, yes, please. Now, (laughs) had I just been like, Oh no, I'm not going to say anything. She's just joking. Then I would have missed that. Right. So I think it's important. This no pressure approach is extremely important and is absolutely works. But we can also sometimes fall into the, I'm so no pressure that I don't take action. So I took action and got a sale out of it. And I, I just, it's so important to be, be that way in your interactions, in your conversations. Because the moment someone feels pressure, they're not interested, right? So that's definitely different. Leading with the no pressure approach now rather than kind of, feeling insecure and wondering if I'm doing something wrong because my upline definitely impressed upon me that I shouldn't be no pressure. I I should never say no pressure because that can make people not want to buy. And I disagree with that. I talk about this in my free training that I have. So there'll be a, a link to it in here and in the notes. Definitely watch it if you haven't already. I talk all about where this no pressure approach comes from and why it's so important and so successful. It's such a great way to grow your business. Okay, the fourth thing that I'm doing differently this time around is using social media. I mean, that's because social media really wasn't around when I first started my direct sales business, my initial direct sales business. Uh, Facebook had just started. That's how old I am, y'all. Okay, it was like 2007, right? Or 2006, or was it 2005? But either way... 2007 is when I started my business. I was with a company that was, you know, very old school, but also people weren't using it yet for, for their business. Now it's everywhere. Now, let me just say this. I don't think that social media is, it should be the only way you run a business. However, it is a, an excellent tool. Okay. It's an excellent tool to connect with people. That's, that's the thing guys. It's not necessarily a place that you you show up and sell, though you should. You should be selling. But, you know, the salesy, spammy, annoying people on social media make me want to cry. And I'm like, I can't even. But, you know, when you're using the no no pressure approach, they're they're not going to feel that way. But I think it's just such an amazing place to start conversations. People are asking me about the makeup. I haven't done a whole lot on social media yet. But I talk about it and I do get conversations started. This does start conversations. And that's how you sell your product is through the conversations. That's how you grow a team through those conversations. So I am using social media as a tool 
to start conversations. And I didn't necessarily have that opportunity when we first start, when I first started my direct, my first direct sales business, because it just wasn't there. Right. So social media, using social media as a tool is 100% something I'm doing differently. And I'd love it. Actually, I do have a Facebook group, but I've only posted in it once. So I'm not great <laughs> on Facebook, to be completely honest. But I do talk a lot about it in my reels and my stories, my Instagram stories that go onto Facebook. So definitely I'm using social media as a tool to start conversations. And that's something I didn't do before. And then the fifth thing that I'm doing differently to build my direct sales business now versus back in 2007 is I'm utilizing all the tools that I have at my, you know, at my whim. I mean, this is, it's crazy actually how many tools are available now. We had nothing. I feel like when I was first starting back in 2007, I mean, truly very little compared to today. I mean, just the follow-up tools that are available. I signed up for Project Broadcast, which connects to Spark Hub. We're going to talk about more of that on a later episode. This is what's so fun is figuring out all these tools so I can share them with you. Um, I know that there's the Penny app that helps you with all the things. Um, In fact, the company that I'm with, Saint, actually has some tools inside their app. I mean, this is what's so different. It's so... 2023, (laughs) right? So it's so current and all the tools that we have at our fingertips are so amazing. And it really does make your business or has the potential to make building a social selling business much easier. Still not easy, but it's definitely easier. Something that I am wary of is using the tools to automate so much of your business that you are not able, that you forget to connect with your people. So I know that there are a bunch of third-party apps where you can schedule posts on your Facebook parties and online parties and all of that. My concern with that is just that you you forget to connect with people. And so I'm not using any of those. I'm not doing that, but I am looking into project broadcast or at least trying to figure it out. Y'all, I mean, literally, I I just I have it all open on my computer, but I just, I haven't gotten to it yet. But Project Broadcast has been set up, which is super fun. There's some really great things you can do with that. And I'm just utilizing the tools that are at my fingertips. You guys, there are so many tools out there to help you become more successful, to become more time efficient, be, to be just to do things better. And I will highlight more of these in in future episodes, but for sure, those are the things that I'm doing differently. So let me just recap. So uh, I'm not focusing on parties. I'm focusing more on social selling and connecting with people. I'm doing my research. Guys, become a student again so that you can be a teacher. I am using my no pressure approach, 100% a believer. Um, I'm using social media more to start the conversations or I'm using social media to start conversations. And then I'm using the tools that are at my fingertips. And I really encourage you guys to do the same. You guys, I hope that this, my journey is helping you on your journey. I will be diving more into some of these pieces later on in other episodes because I think, especially the tools, I think we need to have a whole episode about the tools because there are so many out there. And then there are some that just aren't that great. So I will definitely be doing that. 
you guys go do your business, go move that needle. All right. Do the activities that move the needle in your business. And I will be back here next week for another episode of the direct sellers podcast. That's it for this episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast, but our fun doesn't have to end now. You'll catch me hanging out over on Instagram between episodes, and I'd love for you to join me. So hop into my DMs. I promise you're not getting any hey girl messages, and I promise I'm not going to be asking you to weirdly buy anything. Send me the message podcast so I can send you my free 90-day action planner because who doesn't love a good template?